Hey there. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let me turn this up. Let's get going. So, hey guys, this is David Munford with Seeing Red with David Munford. And tonight I have a really awesome guest on that I have met on LinkedIn. She's been on several she's been on several podcasts. We've seen her I've seen her post a lot of really great encouraging stuff on LinkedIn. She's been an encouragement to me during some crazy times here in the last couple of weeks. So I thought I would just bring her on tonight and kind of keep on the same um just the same avenue as I did on my last podcast with Tim Soul talking about panic attacks. We're going to keep on the same track of mental health issues because that's such an important thing right now out there. And all of us can kind of talk to everybody else and kind of relate to everything. So uh, tonight we're going to be talking about anxiety and how that's played a part in our lives and how we have um, struggled with that or how we're how we've overcome that and what it's meant to our life. So guys, I want to welcome Lisa to the show. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Duke, and I appreciate that. So why don't you start with kind of telling everybody a little bit about you that that may not know you. All right. Well, I have a a nine-and-a-half-year-old son who's my world, and he is um, the reason why I do what I do. Um, he inspires me daily to to do better, to to grow, um, to be inspirational. Um, he he goes to a very um, unique school that teaches those things, and he brings those home, um, and kind of gets me motivated. So. Um, I just like to continue that path down um, and, and, and help others, you know, be there for people like you. And um, I work in the healthcare field. I've worked in healthcare for um, over 20 years now. And we deal with anxiety. Um, I've, I've been dealing with it probably for the better part of, 10, 11 years now. Well, well, that's a, <laughs> I think we've all, um, I know myself included, have all, have dealt with anxiety for a number of years. And it's not a, I mean, it's not a fun thing to deal with. It's, but we, we've all learned how to cope with that and how to, how to live with that. So um, how did, how did your journey begin with all this how do you remember is there a certain time that started or that you can think back that that started that brought this on or was it just growing up with it just your life in general or well when I when I look back I I believe I've always had some form of anxiety I wasn't formally diagnosed until um, a few years back when I had to get a psychiatric exam um, for bariatric surgery. And they diagnosed me with generalized anxiety disorder, meaning um, having persistent anxiety for 
over a period of time. Um, I can remember, I guess the the worst um, part was when I was pregnant with my son. Um, I worked in behavioral medicine and supported females that um, had mental illness, uh, developmental disabilities, and um, one in particular, it was her birthday, it was in August, and um, she was let down by her mother and didn't know how to cope with it and ended up being violent. Um, I was one of her victims, I was kicked in the stomach and um, thought I was going to lose my baby. Um, thank God I didn't. But um, it seemed like after that, uh, my anxiety got worse, and I, I dealt with it period- periodically, I think, since. I mean, it's not, it's not every day for me, but um, I think seasons... You know, the changing of the seasons, I think, and uh, the weather in Michigan is is not the best um, for, for that type of thing. Um, we don't get a lot of sunshine. So, yeah, I've, I think, I think that's when it really got, you know, to the, it's worse. It, it, it reared its ugly head, and I've just been, you know, navigating through life since. You know, doing what I can to to manage it um, in different ways. Let's, um, that kind of brought up a good point that I've kind of I've kind of thought, and I, I didn't. I've never really thought about the seasons. Like I live down south, so we have lots of we have quite a few warmer days um in Tennessee and and kind of getting outside and getting some when I'm having a struggle when I'm having a bad day I can get outside and try to get some vitamin D or try to get outside and walk and um being in Michigan is there have what what ways have you found I, I know I've I've got to visit Michigan a couple years ago and I over there it was pretty cold what uh what do you do how do you handle it when it's like winter time or you cannot get outside is there what what ways have you found that you can you can I guess cope with it or live with it and in the colder climates when you can't get outside or you can't get away from other people well i've gotten into meditation um just just having that time with myself, you know, doing um, meditation, even for 20 to 30 minutes, help. Um, grounding exercises, so making sure um, you can just be in touch with your senses and, mm-hmm. and um, think about things you can touch, things you can feel. Um, that you can see and hear and just grounding. Um, I'm, I'm into crystals and their healing properties. Um, so 
working with them as well, different grounding crystals like amethyst, um, smoky quartz. So I, I try to do different things, take more of a holistic Are you there? Hey, Lisa. Hello. Yeah, I I don't know what ha- I don't, I'm not sure what happened there. Oh goodness. Gonna... Yeah, that's that's fine. We're just I I'm going with it. That's what this uh, that's what this is for, guys. So we're just gonna roll with it. And we're just going to have this raw, this open conversation. That's what I want. This is exactly what I want this to be. So just open conversation about this. So um, that's a, I forgot you worked with crystals. So what got you involved or interested in working with that? Was that just like a side hobby or was that something that you found that you could take your mind off of the anxiety or what got you involved with that? What what got you involved with that? I have a couple of friends who kind of got me into it, um, who suggested, you know, their their different properties to different crystals. And then I was um, introduced into saging, um, lighting sage in the house, um, clearing the air, the, the cleansing properties of um, sage and Palo Santo sticks and just that whole arena of holistic approach. I just, it was just interesting. And, you know, I just, I just find um, kind of um, peace in in knowing that um, you can use things in nature and not have to rely on pharmaceutical companies to, you know, provide relief for things. You can, you can do different, you can do different things, you know, the sun, um, crystals, music, you know, just different things. You don't have to actually put chemicals in your body to, to change how you feel. Well, that's a, that's a really, that's a really interesting way to think of it. Because most people nowadays think you have to be on a pill or a drug or drugs to be able to to cope with anxiety. So that's a really interesting way to to look at it. Yeah, and don't don't get me wrong. No, I believe that they're helpful and they they do help me to this day. But I don't believe in relying on them if if you don't have to. Yeah, and some people exactly. do. You know, yeah. and it's, it's whatever, whatever it is, um, whatever it takes for you to to deal with, you know, the demons that you deal with. Um, I, I don't, I don't judge um, the method. You know, just as long as they're they're beneficial. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I, I like having the option of of doing other things and not, you know, necessarily having to take a pill um, to, to calm myself, to ground myself, you know. Wow, yeah. 
Yeah. I think we can all do. Like, if I feel myself getting anxious or coming up with anxiety, I try to get outside and just walk outside or just get outside. And just if I can get outside for five minutes or if I'm at work and I'm having a really stressful day, I'll just walk out of the service drive, walk out, get some fresh air, walk, walk, walk right back in, and I feel great. Right. So, so um, even, you know, listening to the birds chirp, you know, things like that, it, yeah. it, it helps. It's, it's just trying to be in tune with, with nature and, and trying to um, sidetrack yourself, I guess, for, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a very, that's a very good point. That's very helpful. What lessons have, have you learned from your past experience that have helped shape, shaped your career or helped you through life up to this point? Um, well, I, I believe that, um, you know, when, when you have failures and, and issues that you go through that they are uh, tools to learn from. So, mm-hmm. um, I try to look at every thing I consider, you know, bad or um, something that went wrong in my life as a learning opportunity, um, kind of self-evaluate and, and kind of navigate, you know, the rest of my journey. And it's just a constant, it, you know, it's never ending. You, you, you navigate life you know, depending on on what what comes your way, and it's it's a never-ending journey, and it's just um, just something that something that's always going to be happening around you. So um, I don't yeah. have any particular lessons. I just I I try not to be hard on myself. Um, that that is my worst truth. I'm very hard on myself, and I, I'm constantly trying to give myself grace and to tell myself it's okay to have this, you know, this failure happen uh, and, and learn from it. Um, yeah. So it's just it's just a never-ending journey that I'm on, and and I don't think I'm any any different from anyone else I think we're all you know on that path and especially this year this year's thrown a lot of curveballs at everyone you know and we all deal with it a different way you know we've we've had a lot to go through this year and we're still going through it and who knows you know when when it'll end it's just how we approach things and and when you know something happens it's just it's how we deal with it and how we learn from it and just go on from there has the i know for me i i've I've had some very high anxiety days or high stress, uh, anxious days in the last six months through all this. Has your anxiety been any higher 
or have you felt it being any higher in the last six months than in previous years? Or do you, do you feel like it's your, since you know how to handle it, you know what to do, you know who to reach out to. Do you feel like it's, it's grown any worse or do you feel like it's still right about the same like it's always been throughout every other situation um no it's it's definitely been higher um i was not one of the people that had an opportunity to work from home um and actually the first day of the very first day of the um pandemic where the the governor um, told everyone that, you know, if they could work from home, they need to. Um, I changed departments at work. And as I was getting settled in, everybody was leaving me. Um, so that was extremely um, unnerving. Um, and then coupled with having my nine-year-old and uh, becoming his teacher, you know, in a sense. Well, I, I was his teacher. I still am. Um, today was actually the last day. He is going back to school five days um, come Monday. But um, having to deal with that as well. So working, you know, a nine to five and then coming home to help him with schoolwork. Um, and they do things differently now than when I was in school, you know, common core math being the, the most different, um, and, and learning, you know, and just trying to help him through things as well when I'm confused by, <laughs> you know, this whole pandemic, you know, and trying to be yeah. this strong, you know, person for this this nine-year-old that you know is his whole world kind of you know got turned upside down too so yeah it's been it's been a roller coaster of of a ride you know it's getting better but we're learning how to how to navigate I don't like to call it a new normal because this is not normal and I, I don't want to claim it as my normal no. More, you know, it's something else we're we're dealing with, and yeah. um, but yeah, so it it's been worse. I've I've had to take more medications than the normal. Um, sometimes, you know, I don't want to meditate. I've been getting into exercising too um, recently. That's been helping. Um. Yeah, so, you know, I, I don't have it under control. I mean, I'm not, you know, I've never been suicidal or anything like that, thank God. Um, but, you know, there, there are days where it's bad. There's yeah. days w when there, it's non-existent, you know, it just, it depends. Yeah. And some days I, I don't cope with it well some days I do you know it just it just depends on I guess me and and how I want to approach things you know some days I can be just stubborn and 
you know, just whatever. I, I'm, I'm just going through this and I don't care. And, you know, and I, and I make it through. Um, but yeah. And the, the pandemic has, has definitely increased my anxiety. Um, and I think it's probably done that for most people. Yeah. Um, we don't have to talk. We don't talk very long, but that you kind of brought up a good point with your son. Has has your son kind of dealt with any anxiety, or have you noticed your your son dealing with any anxiety through this? Because I know my sister is a is a school teacher, and she's had to some of her students have dealt with some some anxiety issues, and some of her friends. Uh, children are dealing with anxiety issues right now which is totally out of the norm for when we grew up um has your son has your son had to deal with have any anxiety issues through this or has he Um, has he been able to talk to you about how he's been able to handle this at a at a at at such a young age Yes, he he's had anxiety, but not in in the way I think that we have. He's not, um, I don't believe, scared to to catch um, COVID. He just uh, he's a very social boy and um, loves school, and he's a he's my only child, so he went from being, you know, with classmates to just being with his mom and dad, you know, all day mm. for months. Um, so that that was hard for him. And then the virtual learning, um, that that's hard for him too. Um, he's very bright, and, but he has his particular interests and um, trying to motivate him to do, um, you know, this math lesson that may be really easy for him. He he's not interested, and it's hard to to motivate him. Um, but in a classroom setting, it's easier for him. So um, that's where his anxiety kind of lied. Um, where he just was like, mom, virtual learning is, is not for me. And he's always mm-hmm. been above his class and um, expectations of how he's learned. He's never, you know, he's, he's never really struggled too much. Um, it's just the, that motivation to do self-studies was not there, still not. You know, he's excited to go back to school uh, full time. Um, yeah. Right now, he's he's only been going two days a week, and we struggled with that decision too. I was going to have him virtual, um, go to school virtually, um, but I let him make the choice because I wasn't sure if he was scared about you know wearing a mask all day or um, catching. COVID from school or anything like that, but he made the choice to go um, 
with a hybrid learning. So he's been going to school two days a week and at home three days a week. And the home, the home learning is, is what's hard for him. So that I think, I think that's basically where his anxiety lied. And then, you know, we've done things differently. We didn't take a, a vacation like we normally do. Um, he loves the water, so we haven't been to a water park. Mm. You know, that, you know, it's more disappointment, I guess, instead of anxious. Um, but he's not as active as he was, so I'm excited for him to, to get back into school and um, to be able to do those things that he's used to doing. And hopefully, you know, he will be that social active kid like he used to be. Yeah. Well, we've got about five more minutes. So I just want to kind of, I got a couple of the questions and then one question at the very end. I'm going to start asking my guests that come on here. So I was asked on a podcast, so it'd be a doozy of a question, but I'm going to throw, throw everybody out there on the yeah. very last one. So, so what, um, what is, what, what do you think it takes to achieve success? Because I know you've, you've had such wide range of jobs and, uh, dealing with everything else what what do you think it takes to achieve success even with somebody that deals with anxiety have you because i know for myself i've been able to be very successful successful in my job because i was able to get a promotion through through this pandemic have you where where have you seen um success uh, achieve success in in your career and through through things well, um, I've always moved up in in my responsibilities and Are you there? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. I guess my phone time's out. I'm not sure what's going on, David. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, what was I saying? Um, I think, you know, through through employment, my anxiety kind of helps um to a point because I'm I guess I'm worried about my performance. So I'm making sure that I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm always doing above what I'm supposed to do um, and being that top performer. And I, I don't know if that would be that same way if I wasn't so anxious all the time. I don't know. Um, you know, in healthcare, I, I've worked... Um, third shift for a while and um, just anxiety about uh, if I'm tired I don't want to fall asleep and and um, 
just making sure that everything is taken care of during the night um, when all of the administration is gone and and making sure that I could deal with that. Um, being in a supervisory role um, mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, um, I think, you know, anxiety can play a good a good role at times. Um, just keeping myself in check, um, or at least that's how I I look at it. You know, in a positive light. Yeah, that that's a, that's a great way of looking at it. So I'm gonna I'm a the last question I want to ask is, and it, it it's gonna sound it's gonna sound morbid, but it's 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 a really good question. It's a really I was asked this, and I think it's a really good question for us to think about. When everything is done and over for Lisa Merkel, and you're and you you're gone from this world, what do you want to leave behind that everybody would say about you or remember about you? Are you there? Okay, I don't think my phone likes you, David. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you hear that? Did you hear the question? Yes, I did. Um, okay. Um, what what I was saying was, I, I think that I would want to be known as um, that person that always, you know, tried their best. Um, mm. You know, I think the the greatest accomplishment that I've had so far is you know raising my child. You know, that's that's my priority. I want to get him um, graduated into college, and and that um, young man that can be whatever he wants to be. You know, he's had aspirations of being the president, you know, an airplane pilot, um, just everything imaginable. Um, And just, I just want that, I guess, to be what people would think of me, you know, like I'm I'm his mom, you know, and I, I think that's a great thing, you know, that's, that's what makes me happy, yeah. you know. Not my accomplishments in in the healthcare field or um, my work with nonprofits. Um, even though those are very rewarding, um, my son, you know, being his mom, that is is my greatest role. That that's 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 what more could you ask for? <laughs> so. Yeah. Where where can people find you or connect with you if they want to know more about your story and talk to you about more uh, more about your uh, how you dealt with anxiety? How can people reach out to you? Well, I'm the most active on LinkedIn. Um, I am in development. Um, my phone's just 
not cooperating tonight. Um, I've been doing some copywriting and um, I also um, design jewelry um, and that will be on LinkedIn shortly. Um, but yes, you can find me usually, you know, posting something, you know, an inspirational meme or two. Um, I'm always responding to my inbox. Um, I love having conversations with everyone. So um, that's, that's where you can find me. So guys, thank you so much for listening to this tonight. And hey, that's what this podcast is going to be about, guys. Just real open, honest. If there's glitches during it, hey, there's glitches during it. Who cares? What? It doesn't matter. That's what I want this to be about. It's just open and real conversations because that's where I've found the most healing for myself is just having an open, real conversation. So guys, um, be on the lookout for the next episode coming out. I believe I got one coming out Monday evening. Um, they got, I've got a really interesting, uh, um, another interesting guest coming on. His name is Russ Hedge. He was on, um, I was on his podcast a couple weeks ago and he was actually on, I think he was on, He's been on Gabriel Reels and Russ John's podcast. So he's actually going to be coming on mine coming up uh, on Monday evening. So guys, just be looking looking out for that. And you can find me on LinkedIn also. I'm going to try to start posting a little bit more. Just taking been taking a little step back. So guys, thank you for following along with this. And we will see you next time. And Lisa, I will I will talk to you tomorrow and see how things are going. We'll talk to you later. Bye, guys.